practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Got that new, they got that new card. I got 48 hours worth. You could listen to me talk for two days if you needed. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, that, so... Uh, There's a lot of dad burps in there. Maybe some sneaky left cheek sneak farts in there. Oh, you just been a lot going... of grousing about the yard, most who, likely. Forty eight hours of it. Well, if we're going forty eight hours, you better start us off fresh. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Casey, and I'm one year older. Happy birthday! I'm Hans. Thanks. And it's not my birthday. It's you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! You're one year Thank older. You. I am one year one older. One step closer to the old G R A V E, baby. Yeah. Grieve. The old <laughs> Grieve. <laughs> My favorite diner, the Grieve. Oh, man. I wonder well, if. Uh, if I they... have to. I can start off. I can do two hot two hot takes. I can cut two things oh, off my list. Get them all. In one, one fell swoop. First off, I have to say thank you for the, the 21st century dumb dad gifts of a new. SD card for my Zoom. Yep. You're but welcome. then also my killer fucking WWE. I will always say F, but E poster. It's fucking it's, amazing. It's, and then I, I opened it and Ashley went, I was going to buy you the same thing. So I was like, <laughs> well, at least the people that I, people that I know in my close circle of friends that love me, they know what I like. <laughs> or apparently I make it very apparent what I like. Now, I don't want to ask you to delve into a gift because that sounds self-aggrandizing. But I got to tell you, I have to. I, I have to get into the the nuances of this poster. There's a nuance in the upper left that I don't know if I love or hate. I don't know if which, I love or hate, which is perfect because it will parlay into another conversation I had on my notes. So, Hansi for my birthday gave me this amazing. It, and it's got they they put the it's front and center they put the WW in the classic giant like sixteen bit you know Chrome logo and then they put the like the new WWE underneath it but so it it was a poster called like you know W the classics the Hall of Famers like the big timers so you know I opened it and I was like that's awesome you got you got Flair you got oh, the yeah. giant you got and Front and center, you got Ultimate Warrior, which is fantastic. Piper's on there, and I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, like Macho they got Man. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Macho Man is on there, yes. And you got Shawn Michaels, but it's like not area appropriate, Shawn Michaels, <laughs> right? But and to go back to what you said, Hans, front and center, top left, you can see the <laughs> cropping on it because yeah. you can see the gold mullet. <laughs> cropped out of it is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Exactly where Hulk Hogan should and has always been. <laughs> yeah. I saw that on second viewing because I think my... Because it's just... I was like, I like him. I think he's an awesome dude. He's a fantastic human being and also a great wrestler. Right, of course. But... But... When you're expect, What I loved is like they had Junkyard Dog on there. Yes, yeah. See, Which is, I love him, and he was done when we started watching wrestling. And oh. as I have read, he was he was one of those dudes. He was the regional dude. Awesome. That's why he popped so big in the 
in the original WWF because he was a fucking regional guy who did so good, and he was just like, yeah, I'm done. I, uh, yeah, it was second glance that I saw Stone Cold because I think my brain just, it didn't, like, it has a Hulk Hogan filter yeah. on it. Pin Hulk but, Hogan, by the no, way. Yeah, no, I, that's where I'm going next. <laughs> I feel like we're going to the same place. Um, but I was going to say, this is a perfect time when you were talking about those outcropped fringe characters, although for, like, wrestling fans, I wouldn't be fringe. Go back to, because we've been on a wrestling tear, I would like to go back to a comment that I made like four episodes ago to a wrestler that both you and I love Tatanka. I did yes. end up going in and doing a little research and, uh, mm-hmm. he was not an Italian American oh, okay. wearing okay, red good. face. He is actually of American Indian descent. So I want to give him credit and holds a lot of firsts for rocking and rolling in that regard. I'm sure he's a bastard in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask his ex-wives, but yes. Uh, okay, so then, yeah, so old Hulk Hogan may have gotten cropped out of the poster. He totally did. That was a quick hack job. You could tell. He was like, get, you, get rid of Hogan. I as lo- much, I love that, that that, as much as Vince McMahon hates that, he he's fucking hitched his wagon. Him and Hogan are bound at the neck. Like Ahab and that white blonde whale, like they're they are together for fucking ever. That is a beautiful concept, Casey. He can't. For, uh, a... He can't not do it anymore. Even new wrestling, he is so into the old thing and refuses to like push new people. Him and Hogan are bound together on that mast. I don't know who's the whale, whether it's McMahon or Hogan. Well, I think they're both just throwing harpoons at each other off jet skis down in the Keys. Yes. Either way, uh, Miami Thunder, is that the name of it? Or was it like Fort oh, Lauderdale God. Thunder? It oh, was, no, it, it was, was some like Daytona Thunder it or was, something. It was, it, which is so sad because it's just, Simpsons gets another good gag. It was just Nightboat. It was the show. It was called Tropic Thunder. Tropic. It was Tropic Thunder? That's the movie. No, no, it was. Oh, fuck, it wasn't Tropic Thunder. You're right. That was Thunder in Paradise. That's what it was called. <laughs> That's a good name, actually. That's a good name. That's so an amazing it was, show. It was a supercomputer boat <laughs> manned by Ho- Hulk Hogan. No, that's not or we'll true. Call, we'll call him Terry Bollea. That's not true. He didn't have a talking boat, did he? It was like a super boat. <laughs> and then there was like the the like daytime radio DJ guy who was the one that was always going waka 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 for the you know, the, the lady of the week in the bikini down there. Was that his micro? Was it was his micro. DJ? If we're if we're gonna go, if we're even gonna take this conversation into a tighter, tinier minutia of like let's make it about the Punisher now. Right. Um I gotta tell ya. Yes, uh, that's comical and ridiculous. Man, if I was, I like to be in a position where somebody's like, do you want to do a show where you're teamed mm-hmm. up with the smart boat and you guys solve yeah. crimes? Yes. Where's it take of place? Course. <laughs> the Everglades? Where I live. <laughs> where I live. That's where he lived. <laughs> and you know that they sweeten the pot because that's when... Hogan went to TNT. That created the whole WCW. They had to be like, we'll give you a show. He didn't ask, would it be good? Which he should have. Will be a good show? Could you imagine Hulk Hogan and, and, uh, like, 
true like a true crime show. Oh, like a legit like, like um like a legit like what was not true blood, but the that, uh Nick Spotletto show that that's what I was trying McConaughey. To the next next <laughs> one is Hogan and uh Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> which would be amazing. Amazing again. See, HBO if you're listening. Uh unfortunately I don't know if Hogan and I I love you, Hulk Hogan. I don't know if he can step it up, but here's what he doesn't need to add. He shouldn't ever need. If somebody goes, let me compose myself, H. If somebody goes, hey, do you want to make a show? You, Superboat, yeah. Tallahassee. You, what do you think? Solving crimes. He doesn't yes. go. Does it good? Is it good? He just internally goes, I can make that good. I can make. You right, have exactly. that. That's why he's Hulk Hogan. Competent. Exactly. That's. And also, I Suburban Commando is a very fun movie, and he made it good. Of course. I mean, then you also got to give 80% of that to Christopher Lloyd as well, but... I was frozen, <laughs> frozen today! today. <laughs> I love that line. So. Christopher Lloyd had an interesting stretch of, like, that... Cl- he had a Bill Murray late 80s stretch of, like... Yeah. Everybody loves Bill Murray. He's amazing. He had like, and he's talked about this. He's he had a stretch of weird like late eighties, mm-hmm. nineties comedies that were very uh, campy, like situational right. almost comedies. He is like Nick Cage before Nick Cage became. Which not I'm just I'm pitching you now the most Nick Cagey movie of Christ, old Christopher Lloyd playing Nick Cage and then Nick playing Cage. Nick Cage playing Christopher Lloyd, like because they have the same trajectory of like they just made a they make like good bad movies, but they're really good at it. Nick Cage would make an amazing Emmett Brown in a reboot, right? <laughs> I'm just saying we're onto something here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And Michael B. Jordan would be an amazing uh, Marty, Marty B. McFly. McFly. Marty B. Marty B. Fly. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, guys, you know that's just my <laughs> real just name. My you don't have to put it into the characters' yeah, names. It's fine. Yes, we be do. Yes, we be. <laughs> you guys really are hard selling this yes, we be thing. We love the B. I do Back love the Back to the future. Because he could have changed his name, you know, like you actors who, like, are in conflict with their names in Hollywood. Some mm-hmm. is, like, because of actual union stuff, but he would change it because you don't want to get confused with fucking michael jordan but he <laughs> of really, course yeah you he also have to be I'm just an amazing actor it would have been so much worse if you went by like i'm gonna change it to mike jordan or <laughs> just go by mike, <laughs> mike or maybe michael jordan i mean he should have because he's that talented well yeah but he could have stood on those long legs but i i do agree with his choice of now we're getting into two stories i can't cut them off jordan b mike's jordan b mike's uh, but yes, uh, I think Nick Cage should play Christopher Lloyd and vice versa. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting, we're 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 heading off the rails. I know. We're I getting, want. I know. Uh, Hogan was mentioned. You know, Hogan was. You know where we're going. Oh, of course. So you read about how Todd Phillips is making the Hulk Hogan movie, right? You already hit me with more information than I knew because I have a feeling I know who the actor is, which I do. You do. Excuse me. I had some concern. I was talking to it about Jesse. Um, 
So I, but I didn't know Todd Phillips was directing it. And what we're yeah. talking about here, of course, is a, is a Terry Bollea biopic. <laughs> starring Chris fucking Hemsworth. Which is a great pick. Now, Mike. He's fantastic, yeah. Jesse was like, he's been, like, working out trying to put on the Hogan weight. And I was like, he's already such Unless a big juicing. dude. Like, but I was like, wait a minute. I get it. Like do it right and he's like he'll do it right jesse will like calmed me down i was like they gotta do his body right like ho- like <laughs> he's body <laughs> they can't like he's gotta be that lean he looks like um he looks like it's overused but he looks like he has a dad body but it's like a monster he's like he's a brick wall he's super uh-huh. strong yeah. but like hogan is like a smooth he's like an eel like yeah. he's so Greece. smooth. We, we he to, Hogan he, never had a six pack, did he? He was just flat, straight down the middle. Just he no was definition. like a sausage, yeah. like the strongest sausage you've ever seen. He just yeah, he was that casing was filled, and when you fill a sausage casing, you don't get definition. You just fill that so full and taut. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you go back and watch Rocky three, probably when he's at his like creepy, yeah. crazy, steroidiest in this nest. Like, he is just, like, a fucking lima bean with hot dog arms. Like, it's just <laughs> everything is just you're so right. full. You're, you're right. And, like, when, and, like, Hogan into, like, when we saw him, like, now into, we get into NWO scumbummery. Right. Like, he leaned out because you just can't juice for that long. No, nor should like, you. Like, he juiced when it was, like. Hot. He juiced like it was the '90s pizza craze. I think... except it was pepperoni juice. All right. Yeah, you're right. That's not fair. He looks pretty jacked. I, I must be. I'm... He his him early. He looks very plump and and like inflated. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like super muscly, like not quite Arnold Schwarzenegger definition, like '80s, but. And oh, then he, like, okay. evens out into what we expect of, like, he's just a guy who works out a couple days a week. So this is the, I'm getting, this is the Hogan, I'm showing Casey a picture of early Hogan, I'll have to post it. That's yes. very early Hogan. Of course he got, like, the juice muscle, like, when he's, like, playing the garden. But early, you that's, like, the that's, perfect wrestler body right that's there. That's gonna be Hemsworth, though. Hemsworth can get those ham hockey arms. Yeah. And just, I, as soon as I read it was him, I was like... I can't wait to see him bald. I just can't with the mustache and the shit. Like, come on. There you go. That's right there. Look at that. He looks Australian already in that photograph. Oh, my God. I think. I I think we're going to come around and find out that Crim Hemsworth's dad just looks like Hulk Hogan. Probably. Probably. Oh, God. But what it's it's all about the fringe characters, correct? I don't know the narrative arc. Get some match in there. Oh, it's going to be all Minnesota. That's what, what I, I read. The, the small thing is not because the thing I read was just sort of like a scorchy sort of like, oh, guess what we're doing? Like, oh, right. he's working out extra hard. And of course, they're not going to touch on him being racist and cheating on his wife or whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, oh, right. I knew the wife cheating. But if yeah. you're going to do it, like do the genre, they're going to do like early WWE. It may end with him and the Giant. I don't know who's going to play Andre the Giant. Hmm. Maybe a CG Vin Diesel in, like, a bunch of wrestling mats. 
Maybe. That'd be cool. Or weird. Or just literally but just wrap a bunch of masks around if you just did, like, like, that's my thing when I read it. It was like, <gasps> all I want is just early territory wrestling, which is what we've been talking about. Just give me Vern Gagne from fucking Minnesota working his territory with Mr. Perfect. Who's playing Mr. Perfect? Uh, Nick Cage. Give me some Kurt Henning. <laughs> Who's Kurt Henning other than uh, our own Henning? Kurt Henning. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, man, he's got such a beautiful look, too. You know who would play an amazing Kurt Henning? And I feel bad that I don't know this actor's name, because I did at a moment, and he's so fucking good in this show. He's mm. in um, uh, uh, The Righteous Gemstones, and he plays the youngest gemstones, like weird oh, little... Sh- Devotee, oh, give him a crispy mullet. He would just be let him. He amazing. doesn't even have to work out that much. Just give him two weeks in the gym. Yeah, he'd be great. He'd be really good. He would be an amazing Kurt Henning. Yeah, because he's from uh, the uh, that comedy show, The Workaholics. Oh, was he in that? I think he was. Yeah, he was one of the trio of dudes from Workaholics. No, am I wrong? I thought that he was in that. No, Adam Devine was. Yeah. No, I'm talking about his. Like the guy who follows him, he's like a blonde dude. He's got that weird. Oh, scene. the Satanist. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, totally. But yeah. also cast Adam Devine as Honky Tonk. The 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 back Honky. Oh yes, he would be such a good Honky Tonk man. Who would uh Who would play a good Mean Gene? I don't know if Mean Gene came from the Midwest circuit, but I have to think he did. I mean, that is a role. I mean, we biker. know he was from. He's from. He's from Brookings. Born in Brookings. <laughs> born and bred. Yeah, so you, uh, 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 probably, a um, uh, who was the dude in Sideways? <laughs> Paul Giamatti? <laughs> Paul Giamatti would do a fucking fantastic he would Mean do a Gene kick-ass Oberlin. Mean Gene, yeah. Oh, man. Um, what I was but then it would be a Mean though, Gene vehicle. Yeah, somebody This movie be. could be amazing, it, it, because if it's Todd Phillips, he, he'll get fucking, Zach Alphanakis could be in it. Right. Bradley Cooper could be in it. Put a mustache on Bradley Cooper. He's already f- the uh, uh, fucking rude dude. The muscle dude. <laughs> I can't, I'll think of his name in a second. I can't believe I, I'm i drawing a blank on him now. Uh, um, who's who's the dude that just won the Academy Award as Joker? He could play a good, like, um, emo Joaquin. Saturn. <laughs> a little later on in life, we're mixing <laughs> wrestling uh, periods. That talk about getting... just cast everyone from the Joker and or the Hangover as just a wrestler. That's that's just why we're not making the movie because they're just like you just can't have all wrestlers over the last forty years because you like <laughs> them shoved up, but... into in front of a camera lens. I want why... Paul Giamatti this is as just Stone the Cold. Royal Rumble of all your favorites. <laughs> yeah, and and this will win an Academy Award. Yeah. It's very it's it's like Fellini. <laughs> Just the, but you could do a Fellini movie that's just the day of the rumble, yeah, and if you just cast it perfect in the drama, you got your Bret Hart's and you got your all the infighting and the like. Fuck you! You're the writers. Like I'm a performer. This is what I'm gonna do. What about I'm like telling you? You could do me, any Hansi. genre. Day of the rumble. You could do a Run Lola Run style day of the rumble. Follow everybody's uh, line. You could do a Tarantino. Follow it backwards. You got all the options. That means Gene... you could say there's a bomb in there, and then Hogan leg drops the bomb to save everybody. Then wins the rumble. Ruby did a legit leg bomb yesterday. 
Like, I mean, picture perfect. Like you, I wasn't, like you dream It about. wasn't welcomed. I didn't want it. <laughs> course, I was laying yeah. on the couch. It was right across all, it was just right across my, wrapped right across my stomach. And I was just like laughing hysterically. And what happens when you laugh hysterically at something your two-year-old does? Just, she does it over and over again. Because it was just arms up, caution to the wind, <laughs> leg just drop. Lay. It's just like, <laughs> right wow. Um, like a proper guillotine. The <laughs> the concept of a narrative following Mean Gene Okerlund as like a Netflix series because then you follow quote unquote the straight lace guy as he has to navigate like this wrestling world through oh my the all the amount of characters you can you can just like we talked about like. That guy had to be the funniest dude and the most nimble of minded person to be in that situation to do his job of like, here we are. OK, here we are. Like we talked about Tuesday night, like Tuesday night fights or whatever. I told you about that yeah. was the tonight show of wrestling. Right. He's the fucking host of it. Pretending to be David Letterman, pretending and he knows it's all fake, but like keeping it funny, but keeping it serious, like. Riding that line, do the storyline where he also does stand-up comedy. That's fabulous, Miss Maisel, but it's Paul Giamatti. And having to, he had to, he had to meander the world that is like superstar wrestler ego, right? And like machismo. Yeah. So that's why I really do think he had to be the coolest guy in the room, like to like quelch them with like coolness mm. and like jokes and stuff. Like, cause I bet he had to put out some fires. You know what I mean? Well, and if you think about the consolidation of these regions and, like, the people, like, you're the top dog over here, but once you get bought up and brought over, you could easily be turned, you you were the fucking king of your region, and they put a fucking dress oh, yeah. on you, and you're like, you're the whirling dervish, <laughs> yeah. and that's just your job. Yeah. Like, you were like, my mom was proud to show up every night, and now, you know... I gotta eat out of a garbage can. <laughs> gotta eat mid-bones. Like, it's like Heathcliff! Because there used to be that territorial, like, I'll give it over to you. Like, that Andre the Giant HBO thing was so great, where yeah. he was just like, I gotta go around and be the scariest guy there, but then I always drop, I always lose to your, your hero, your local hero. Right. Oh, that's and right. then I go like, that's my job. That's what I do. Because if you if you actually if it was an actual fight for an actual belt. Like <laughs> he wins because right. he's like a, a human monster <laughs> and he knows that about himself. But it was like, yeah, no one believes that he like you have to see him lose because if he doesn't, it's like then he has all the belts and then he retires to a fucking mountain somewhere and sleeps on treasure. <laughs> Smog. Right. Um, I was going to say, for the sake of going almost a full 25 minutes again on wrestling, do you think it's true that Hogan pulled his back, still takes back pills from the old Under the Giant? uh, He takes uh, back pills just for fun, I think. (laughs) What what, what was the move called? He just gave him a body slam, right? Classic. He picked him up. That was he tore his, his deltoids, his shoulder muscles. Because Andre was so big. Do you, I mean, Andre's legs. And you know Andre dead dog. <laughs> he weighted him. Oh, so hard. <laughs> I mean, that's so pretty crazy hard. that he did that, right? Because all you do is give him a little, give him a little oop. Yeah. Because you watch it, and it's impressive that a guy picks up a giant guy. 
but you're also like now in the world we live in where it's like it's theatrics like cool you give me something right. take yeah, that momentum sure. and then i can dump truck you and like take your momentum you know he just fucking dead dead dogged him that's half a ton of weight that yeah. just goes nope <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah, you gotta so, grip like, that body. You can kind of see Hogan in those boots, like tippy toe, <laughs> and he overworked it and just. I'm gonna pick you up, though. You fuck. Can you Im- like? I think that's like the, uh, like the um, the mother picking the Datsun off of her child, like the superhuman strength. Oh yeah. When he's in the Madison Square Garden and everyone's everybody's cheering, and screaming, he, that was all the extra give he needed. Your Superman, Captain America, all rolled into one. Even though Andre dead bags you, <laughs> you just I'm like I'm I'll be paralyzed. I'm gonna yeah. fucking get you up. I'm gonna use my back. I'm not lifting with my legs. Oh man! Just to even do it like a tiny, because he has to sell. He has to sell the move. We agreed on it. Right. We agreed. Whatever this slam is, you gotta sell that. It hurts you so bad. So you are also in the. You have to sell it too. Right. Because if I if I do like a little teacup dump on you, because I'm like, oh my back hurts. I I right. my back. You look like a shit too. I, I oh, he a, totally dead dogged him though. I, you can you just know. Well, apparently, because Honor the Giant was so huge in that industry, even much bigger than like Hogan at the time, and been for so long, like when it was finally the time, like I'm gonna pass the belt. This is in that H- amazing HBO documentary. Hogan's like, you know, they have the script together, and he's like, "We're good, right?" And Honor the Giant just wouldn't like acknowledge him, right, until he gave him like yeah. one wink right before he had to. He was like, destroy himself before the body Don't worry slam. about it. <laughs> You'll be fine. That's the scariest thing in the world, though. Like, you pretend to beat up a literal giant. And and you don't know if he's going to do it. Like, he could just all of a sudden be like, nope, I fall on you. I win. Like, I win the championship. He is the the mountain that rides a horse, like, from Game of Thrones. Oh. Oh, man. I was going to say, so there is another giant. Right? Wasn't he just called the Giant or Kevin the Giant? The Giant, right? Oh, yeah. He took over the, um, what's his name now? It's something Not Kevin Nash. Like, but the actual, big Show. The Big Show. I thank you. The Big Show. He's huge. And he's got mm-hmm. some acting chops. Like, he has, like, a shitty, shitty He's Netflix a show on Netflix. Sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's good. That's not fair. I, I haven't know, seen I haven't it. Seen I just it. saw a trailer, but he basically plays a suburban commando where they insert Giant into nanny role or you know suburban dad role but he could they could he's got enough chops where they could just dress him up like uh andre oh that's true he could totally like that's what he would do because he took the role he took the single singlet yeah they called him the giant for a while as a because he has a pituitary thing what does he have he had he actually had a like tumor on his pituitary gland so it was like stepping on the accelerator of a car. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So he just grew like crazy, like a fluke. But he got it fixed, and, right? Or Yeah, he had surgery to, yeah, to finish because they were like, if you continue this, you'll be like the guy in the Guinness books where they build statues of you and you just, they all that's left is your boots. Right. Because <laughs> your body can't sustain. Like, they were like, you'll keep growing. You'll be 10 foot tall, but you'll die at. But by the time they discovered that, right, they, he was like, well, 
potentially there was all these downsides, right? He's like, I could keep growing and still be like this competitive wrestler. And they were like, yeah. Or you could have the surgery and couldn't yeah. it like reverse or something? <laughs> Shrink. <laughs> be the tiniest wrestler. <laughs> like, like backing up a car. Yeah. That dude, uh, Robert something, I think was the Guinness book world's tallest man at the time. And that was the thing. He grew so big that his heart couldn't, like couldn't do it. pump blood throughout his whole body fast enough so when he got a cut it wouldn't like coagulate properly so he just got like a very small cut but it wouldn't heal and he bled to death it's like a romanoff <laughs> yeah he's got time. royal blood oh man if you get a chance if you got like some time on your hands i'd recommend the audiobook there's a there's a recent uh i don't know i guess you call it by a history of the Romanovs from start to finish, oh, I'm sure the longest reigning dynasty. As you can imagine, there's some crazy shit. It's Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones. Uh, that time period pre World War One Russia, like it's so fascinating to me, just because it was so wild westy, but not in the 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 way like we see the wild west of like anything goes you got guns everywhere it was like anything goes and they had like weird occulty secret societies and they believed in like because russia's old like old so you have all this old knowledge and these old things just fostering in this giant like empire that is too big like there's too much land even they can't even rule over the amount of empire like and then you get your uh, Rasputin, who's just this like, unbelievable. <laughs> like I'm a I'm a dirtbag gypsy from the middle of nowhere, he, and I walked across all of Russia, and everyone's like, Jesus Christ, he's fucking still alive. And he walked he's a character, man. That, that's an so it's just that fact that those people can like take hold, and it's sort of that like old like fire and brimstoney wild west nature around the same time as it happened here but because russia is so much older they're like oh yeah i think he's a wizard like no legit like wizard this like his like so he uh what i what's incredible about rasputin is he's just like the dirtbag friend that you're like he's a good dude and he's helpful take shirt off his back but you know yeah i got all these reports that he was like whipping out his ding and walking around town yesterday he's been drunk for nine days and he's like but i think your son's gonna live i'm like all right rasp like Um, if my son doesn't you're out of here oh he did thank god this guy's got some power the um that reminded me real quick to pin it because i'd lose it and this is amazing so the final season of joe kenda is up on hulu homicide the final final it's nine seasons he Final finally season. hunted enough homicide. Well, hung up his spurs. that's where I'm getting to. The <laughs> stretch of his homicides was this much that he's lost his mind and he's delved into old man hobby because the one we watched yesterday, he was investigating an homicide that happened in the Wild West. I think oh, just because he likes on, Westerns. So he's like, he's yes. like, I went back and I, you know, the old case of Pecos Tom. I didn't <laughs> think it was a shooting by a whore. I don't think it was a tornado that killed him. <laughs> I was like, because even in season eight, I was like, 
he's like, well, I became the commander of the uh, the homicide squad, so they report mm. to me. So the whole episode would be like, Ken would be like, I want to, I want to put Skip Arms on the case, and then Kenda would just be like, so I, you know, he reported back to me. Coffee, I thought coffee. this was suspicious. So I was like, oh, he's out of homicides. But old right, West, man, he's so. the boss now, dude. Yeah, yeah. Which is how you end up investigating ancient murders. <laughs> this is a great episode. I'm looking into Julius Caesar. I think it was an inside job. But that's not the... If you're a Kenda fan, it shouldn't be in... it. That's that's a side That's a side project. Mm. It shouldn't be in the main Homicide Hunter You shouldn't, arc. yeah. But you if shouldn't Kenda wants to come the... back and, like, investigate the ancient Kennedy murder? assassination... Please, yes. He wants to talk to day. ancient aliens... <laughs> <laughs> Here we are at Roswell. (laughs) Chalked out little alien outlines. Like, I'm into that. Just don't fold it into proper Jokenda where you're solving murders in in Colorado Springs. Oh, I'm waiting. Yeah. Um, I don't don't know how we got there. I'm I'm just looking at my notes. I'm looking at the... uh, So... Kind of on wrestling, you made a Simpsons reference. Fourth of July, your birthday, it's a few days after the fourth. Um, our commander in chief visited mm. our alma mater, South Dakota, yeah. Mount Rushmore. Yep. Whatever. All the politics you want. I was laughing uncontrollably. Because, and it's not funny, this dude's not a funny dude, but it's hilarious. And I was like, they couldn't have written that better for The Simpsons, and I think, in mm-hmm. fact, they that is on The Simpsons. <laughs> because it's all these, like, boobs at, at Mount Rushmore, like, cheering him on, and he's mm-hmm. giving this fair, for whatever you think of him, whatever, even if you agree with him, it's a very dark, dystopian view of the United States of America on the yeah. 4th of July about a radical left-wing conspiracy and it's Americans taking down on the mirror. It was so dark. It was almost like a dark cloud was coming over him. And then, but then he ended with, uh, but let me tell you, we're going to get through this together. God bless America. And then it went, (laughs) like the rock lick that hit and the fireworks that went off and the applause. I was just like, Oh my God, that's Mr. Burns. Like, like and now yes. this and it was and just like the guitars. fireworks and the burn in the USA. I was just like, this is oh, this is so perfect. It was just that perfect turn, ninety degree turn, yeah, of just doom dark gloom. doom and gloom to the most American thing. It would have the only thing that would have made it gates. more of American is if he shoved a hot dog into Abraham Lincoln's nose. <laughs> Or use, like, put a hot dog and press one nostril and mustard came out of the other nostril. And then he fed it to uh, George Washington. If he had the stones, he would have just been like, no, hot dog competition, it starts now. And I'm in it! Right. Like Hogan style. Yeah, that's, the hot dog competition is, like, you don't think that can get any weirder until they hold the competition in glass cubicles. (laughs) Masks like tucked over your nose, like in aquariums, uh, like the <laughs> like the oddities they are. Paying a nickel, uh, it's Joey like Slaughterhouse Chestnut. Five shit, like just 
And this was humanity. Right. Exactly. Watch them eat. 75. Just play a guitar dogs. lick. Watch him eat. Oh, man. oh, speaking of America, I got a. I heard it on the radio, and I was like, I can't wait to bring it up to Hans. I almost drove off the road. <laughs> so, obviously, like we we try not to bring artists down to lift us up because if you if you take the effort to be cre- a creator or creative, you dessert you shouldn't be judged personally on your creativity i have a so feeling was, this this kind of all like what comes after what comes after the rise yeah. may come a fall right here may, uh, i'm not rip, but we need right. to rip this person down like they're a statue made out of confederate flags okay uh so i was listening to the radio and it was like most like i most of the radio in Columbus is like that iHeartRadio tentpole. So they they're just do they just shilling podcasts. They're just shilling anything. Oh, yeah. They're shilling, shilling, shilling. We need trying to make money because they're the only game in town. They're the, literally the only radio station, unless you have like a super local, right? Do it yourself. So I was coming home the other night, and I heard like you hear like a little like a little island guitar lick. And then it was like, hey, man, Jimmy Buffett here, man. <laughs> and uh, never understand. It's just like it's this most meandering thing I've ever heard, which is why I was like, it's so funny. It's so insane. It was like, hey, man, Jimmy Buffett here. Try to talk about my iHeartRadio station. <laughs> I never understood writer's block, man. Oh, you should have. Yeah, uh, so I, I, because I traveled the world, and when you see the world, you realize we got a lot in common. So I, I don't believe in writer's block, <laughs> so I don't get the big deal. So I was just like, already, I'm already triggered because it's Jimmy Buffett, and I don't like him. And then he's all of a sudden, like, adding people who are, like, struggling with writer's block. Hey, man, we've all had it. We all had it. And so what happens after he does this whole meandering thing about, like, so, yeah, I travel the world, so, like, just realize we're all the same. They play a song, and it's just, Oogie Googie, Oggie Googie, Oogie Googie, Oggie Googie, going down to Oggie Googies. I was like, of course you've never had writer's block, you fucking sanctimonious prick. Is that is that Kaufman esque? I was like, he's either the greatest songwriter in American oh. history, or he's just what I think he is. Oh, that reminds me. That's amazing. That so, does yeah. remind Oogie me. Oogie Googies going down to Oogie Googies. <laughs> when you can just sell that, and that's all you have to do ever. I've been, Words that come out of my mouth. I've been putting. Um, like uh, some of the Ruby songs to like Neil Diamond, like I've been doing like uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> hey, I'm coming to the sky. <laughs> she doesn't care, but uh, that reminds me of um. Uh, so apparently, we were talking about this a while back.
Uh, it should be under. Oh, I just made a like a tent over myself and let her crawl in like a. Love you too. We had a a, a secret game to call him Harvey down today, and I. And it worked. And it worked. Instead, <laughs> I didn't share the uh, new show. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta share the cheat code. Up, up, down, yeah, down. It really, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, okay. We talked about it um, a couple months ago already. Uh, uh, Bob Dylan has a new song. Yes. Murder yes. Most Foul. It's about the Kennedy assassination. It's like 14 minutes long. It's meandering. It, it seems easy at parts. but he, So that's part of an entirely new album of all new Bob Dylan material, which he hasn't put out in like 12 years. And apparently it's getting thing. reviewed... Like it's one of his best albums in the last thirty years, and it's all narrative songs. Cool. I mean, I don't. It. He's I mean, like too. Gandalf now. He's just singing <laughs> yeah, long singing. form stories. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't know. be like, "Ooh, I can't tap my toe to this," but I guess I better just shut up and listen. Right. I've always been curious about what happened to the Detroit auto industry. <laughs> It is very much like where he's at. Like, it, it yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's probably got some World War Two in there, uh, presidential sure history. Then. We already heard that. Maybe it's basically he collaborated with Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> it just ties into the submarine movie that's coming out. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that's right. Um, oh God, no oogie googie on there though. There's no oogie. It's just a lot of. But that's why that's amazing. It's like, of course, Bob Dylan. It's like, and I remember reading an article. They were, and it was the most Bob Dylan-y response because they were talking about that song "Murder Most Foul," and they're like, "Oh wow, you really touch on a lot of, you know, like cultural American touchstones." We're dealing with the Kennedy assassination. Do you like in this current world? Like, what do you think? This one, I think the world's gonna end. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say it's either that or it's like it's a song, bitch. Like it's just like, just like don't get me involved. Said the world's gonna end. He's gonna sell more albums because people are like, well, the answers are on his album. We need to find the answers They're in there. I mean, at least he's. I mean, at least it's not you know you. Who else is as prolific as him at that age? Yeah. I think Paul Simon still does a really good job of, like, holding true to himself. But, like, then you got, like, I don't know. Like, you definitely have your cash grabs. That's no need cash grabs. I I hate to go after an artist. But it's very oogie-googie. But you got Paul McCartney who's just like, we need a, I don't know. Do people celebrate their birthdays and Christmas at the same time? It's a birthday, Christmas, and we're having a birthday. Blow out the candles and open your gift. Santa Claus, blow out a candle. It's just like, all right, Paul. Like, you got the oldies. If you want to write something new, we know you've written some of the greatest songs and music of all time. But we don't need a tune about, like, America, meet England. We're buddies <laughs> and Europe. It's just like, all right. <laughs> all right, we know countries are good. We know that. Just listen, countries now. <laughs> and now down to Africa, we got Congo and Guyana. <laughs> like, all right. You want to be that guy? Be that guy. Be the, be geography the country guy. guy. Be geography. <laughs> geography McCartney. 
that does sound like a like a cool teacher like i had though like you guys having yeah. trouble learning the countries of the middle east it's yemen yemen yeah it's like oh god beatles songs <laughs> he's playing a beatles song shit he didn't even do his own version of it. He just It's just the new Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's just the latest album. <laughs> it's all about the old Soviet bloc countries. Wait, the, the other song's about JFK, but it just lists the grades he got in prep school. <laughs> a, A, B, B, yeah. <laughs> it's like, he loves lists. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what uh, what did you end up doing on the? Uh, I know it's your birthday, so it's a little different. I saw you guys had a little parade, but oh yeah, you yeah, need a yeah. birthday and Fourth of July song. Uh oh yeah, Paul, get on that, would you? <laughs> uh no, Mitch came over and we had some neighbors right. come over and just we got a projector, so he projected. We played Jaws and a couple old baseball games. Nice. Hmm. Speaking of. Thank you, Johnny. I see. This is a Sioux Falls Canaries hat. They're nice. back to the Canaries. They dropped the pheasants. They did. Yeah. Well, Mitch came over because the uh, the Triple uh, A region that we're in, mm-hmm. they do, or they did when we still had the season. They would do like the on Fridays. It would be the the Latin version of the team. Yeah, same down here. Uh. So Mitch had a t-shirt, and I forget where he said what city it was from, but it was just, it was a sandal with fire behind it, because it was the, you know, like, that that meme of the old Latin lady throwing a sandal at you. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. They just leaned into it, and we're like, yeah, that's, that's the, the, the flying sandals. The team down here is the River Dogs, the AAA teams, the River Dogs, but they used to be called the Rainbows, and unfortunately... There's like we can't be the rainbows anymore. So they had to change oh, it to yeah. the river dogs. And their old rainbows <laughs> logo is amazing. It's like a rainbow hitting a home run. It's like a rainbow with that arms. Sounds, it's beautiful. You would have made so much more money off of merchandising with a rainbow well, sock and a dinger. So luckily, somebody in the home office is like thinking. So they yeah, made they- all the throwback gear, and that's why I know it's yeah. like so awesome. But no AAA that's, ball this year. That's that's no, obviously saddened me. I was talking to somebody. I was thinking about you because somebody was visiting from Staten Island out at work, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, my favorite place." That was the game we played, game, Staten Island Be- Yankees. Because we could not find our local AAA team. Used to be a Yankees affiliate, and I think that's why we can't find it. So we found just an old Brooklyn Cyclones versus Staten Island Yankees game. Ooh, nice. They weren't in the, so I didn't fun. know they were in the same division, though. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I thought the Cyclones were, like, single A or something. They may have changed it, but before we moved, we would we had, we had would go to a Cyclones, Staten Island Yankees game, representing Staten Island. Of course. Got to. That's, I mean, it is. Brooklyn's are for cool. Staten Island is for fools. I'm a fool. Well, yeah, but. What do you want? You play in Coney Island, you get like a view of the Joey Chestnut Fucking waiting God. in the ocean <laughs> till next year where he lives, just just punching <laughs> waves. But at the Staten Island Yankees, for those that don't know it, yeah, it's like it's you best. take the ferry to Staten Island, but and it's kind of a rinky dink uh, stadium, but behind the outfield is the entire skyline of 
New York City. It's mm-hmm. the best yeah. place you can ever see a game. And everybody around you is from Staten Island. And they don't hold their tongues. So it's also they some of the not. funnest games. When we were there for your birthday a few years back, they were honoring the guy that Tom Cruise played in. Um, uh, oh God, uh, that's right. Uh, Born on the 4th of July. He <laughs> didn't right. look he like did. Tom Cruise. Like, he looks surly. Oh, man. He's on the uh, Mount Rushmore in Staten Island. So, let me think. So, 4th of July, you guys did... Uh, did you do a little barbecue, did you say? Did you get the old coals going? We didn't. We just... We got... There was a local barbecue place that we like. So, we just were like, we're not going to make anything. We're just going to get it. We got it the day before. Nice. It was great. It was awesome to just not to have to do anything. But yeah. just host. So, I had to... I got the old charcoal grill out. Mm-hmm. And put me in my place, of course. Like anything, we've talked about it. Uncle Julio's auto repair shop, all this like it, it full it it rides right into dad being able to man a grill. I somehow managed to make coals so cold that that's where you could keep the ice cream. That's the opposite. <laughs> you guys need a cold one. I got to get the grill. Right. Pull out a, a, a Coors Light from there. No, I was like, I, I looked at tutorials. I'm going to get these briquettes rocking. Meg was like, don't start the grill so early. Because in the back of my head, I was like, well, let me just, you know. I've just had bad case. experiences before. Started the grill at like 530. By like 8, mm-hmm. Meg was like, should I just make some pasta for Ruby? So she has something <laughs> to eat. It's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, the coals are literally on fire. <laughs> The briquettes are, I can see physical what? flame, physical flame. And yet when I close the lid, like the no temperature, heat. no, nothing, got nothing. So we had some very lukewarm, dude couldn't even cook, didn't even heat up a veggie dog. <laughs> Luckily, I mean, you can't get salmonella from that, but yeah, no, we've done the same thing. We have a, a fire pit from the house we're renting. And we've been like very 50-50 on whether Ash and I can start a fire. Right. So one time we're just like super easy, no problem. We got it. Throw a couple old bills in there. You know, hey, everything's going. And then the next time you feel like a mud, South Dakota mud person because you're like, I just can't. There's nothing. I can't. Do do we need more grass? Do we need more bills? Do we need more... Oh, I think everything's just wet. So we we are very like I feel your pain because I've been in that position. Where I, I was just like, I promised you guys we're gonna sit around a fire. Now we're just sitting around smoke. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's the thing. Smell like an old catalog. And generally, yeah. So let me get the old JC. This baby won't start. I'm gonna use an entire JC Penny catalog and yeah. a whole thing of lighter fluid, and all that does is start a magazine on fire. So flaming <laughs> pieces of paper. Toxic paper that's been lacquered and printed on, just smoke in your face. And then you're just, now you're on alert because you just see all these. You just stink. You stink, but you also see like all these flaming pieces of paper land on Tinder like, you know, areas (laughs) of the lawn, on the fence, going over the neighbor's fence. You got to be careful. Megan and I told, did I ever show you that picture like two years ago? We got rid of the Christmas mm. tree. It went out the like they'll they pick anything up in the neighborhood. Like they have like um, transformers that come once a week. Like because people just have so much shit 
so much shit. Just, just like, pi- like people just, just like, um, uh, what's that movie where everybody's fat and lives on a ship? Uh, it's an animated Wally? movie. Wally. It's like Wally. Like people just keep bringing in more shit and shoving the whole stuff out. So, anyways, what I'm saying by that is, like, there's no issues with just bringing your Christmas tree out in the front and having them pick it up. It's, yeah. But we brought it We brought it out in the backyard. So, it's like, well, that Christmas tree is just in the backyard now. So, <laughs> this was in, you know, we took it out. And then I think I looked at my videos. My videos, it was, like, mid-March. I'm like, wow, we got this tree. So, we just stood it up in the fire pit and lit a match. And the the feeling you get when oh things God, are out of control, like that jump <laughs> yeah, in that shit. pit in your stomach was just like, if this goes one more second or one more inch in the wrong direction, I've lit the neighborhood on fire. <laughs> but it was so dry and so um, brittle or whatever that it was just like a like a hayukin it was like a fireball yeah and it was out as quick as it went up with like nothing behind with just looney tune style like dust in the shape of a tree that then just fell down that's so funny because my family my parents out on the property they lived that was my grandparents property before they had like a row of 10 poplar trees Mm -hmm. that just grow super fast they grow super tall but i guess they only live for about a decade sure and then they literally become sticks of dynamite (laughs) <laughs> because I just remember, like, one of the times we came back, and I was like, oh, all the trees are gone. And they're like, yeah, they had to take it down. People come pick it up. And I was like, oh, firewood? And they're like, oh, yeah, firewood. And my dad was telling me if you put, like, this poplar wood, it just is exactly like you said about that pine tree. It burns so hot and so fast for so quick, it's like an explosion. Oh, that's crazy. So if the if that row of trees, because I was like, if oh, it would so you catch. Just took them down. He was like, it's dangerous. The, the houses all around them would just have just because it's just a pyre. That was, um, but that... it gets so dry and so incendiary. Because he was like, we kept some of the wood and we had to give the rest away because, and then. Say like you can only have a little bit of this wood yeah, because otherwise have it stacked by the house. You're gonna like you know, Daffy Duck and your big duck bill's gonna be on the back of your face. Can you imagine how tense people were? Well, they probably weren't because there's a million issues uh, for how bad for how bad everything is. Everybody before us has had it way worse. It's just oh, that's yeah. how history and life works. Because I when you made me think of that was all these wooden structures, mm-hmm. Chicago, New York, yeah. big cities, wooden structures that just slowly dry out and they're right on top of each other. And then on top of that, every single person mm-hmm. down to the five-year-old kid picking butts off the street, like smoking yeah. cigarettes constantly. So it's just like, uh. Also, I was actually listening to someone, someone talking about like what exacerbated all of the wildfires in California and Australia was also... You know, just it's been so hot and so dry because of just temperature and climate. Right. But it's also the proximity of people's homes and wood piles to these areas that normally would just like burn out. on fire and burn out. Right. But now you have like a cluster of like people's summer ranches. It's like little fuses. They, right. Exactly. That they pay to have stocked with wood. 
for when they need to come. And it's just, it's and of course you're going to buy like this poplar type wood, this wood that is, may not necessarily be like uh, natural to the area. Gotcha. So it's just, you just have like, so it's just this exacerbated of this, like just picking up on all this, like, oh, I want that poplar wood. It burns real hot and fast. Just like we're talking about not being able to start a fire. Give me a couple poplar logs and I'm good to go, Jerry. Right. I mean, I guess it shouldn't surprise us that whatever exacerbates more destruction is direct result of us trying to make things easier. For, <laughs> right, exactly, for, like, yeah. There's no surprise there. Oh my god. Um, what else? What else is going on, man? Well, I'm trying to. Th- I, I mean, I got, I got one more story. It happened yesterday. And it's super surreal, and it has to. It it feels it fits firmly in 2020. It wasn't. Yeah, it was yesterday. So we. It was like 9:30 in the morning. We'd all been up for a little bit, and like the power goes out. Okay. So I'm just like mad scramble. Like we'd had problems with Spectrum, so I was checking the internet. And like it's the morning, so Harvey's having breakfast, and she's freaking out because she. We're just like get, you get your you get your little ipad time right now so she's just like yo i'm promised so she's freaking out so we're all and then it was like the power went out and it was like it was power power not internet so we're like fuck did we pay the bill so like we're on the phone talking about the bill nash was on the phone so of course once she like finishes she was like the bill is due in two days like we're not behind on the bill like the power comes on so we just laughed about like (laughs) ha ha that's Roseanne uh, style. It you was guys... weird. No, exactly. Like Roseanne style, we're laughing. And so like 20 minutes, half an hour goes by. And Ashley's like, oh, could you grab a diaper for Harvey? And I was like, yeah, of course. So I go down the hallway with the diaper and I come back out and I look out her front window and like, I just was like, uh, there's a fucking man with a machine gun in our yard. And Ashley was like, what? And I was like, uh, there's a man, a police officer with a bulletproof vest with a machine gun. And as I look, I like pivoted and there were 10 other men and women with machine guns with bulletproof vests standing across the street from our house. Okay. <laughs> so Harvey's running around naked as we're both like, what the fuck is happening? And that was so quiet. So we just were like watching, like what's happening, and we looked over, and it was like cop, like they looked like guys from the wire, men and women right. from the wire, right? They were just taking shit out of this house across the street, like. Well, we were like, "What?" And as we watched, like a guy, who looks like your classic bald, he looks like Hank from, uh, like Breaking Bad, right. has his shield and he's yucking it up with this dude, and they put their SWAT team shield in the back of a car, see an armored car pull around the corner in an ambulance. And we both were just like, what the fuck? It was so quiet. We didn't hear a thing. So that power outage was the like, that's what I pull was the wondering. Switch, hard charge this house. No, cool. And turn it back on. We didn't hear a thing. And we were in our front, like in our living room. So who knows? We we don't know. It may have been drugs. It may have been. Ashley looked it up. She got on the phone and did her due diligence looking through the internet. And she's like, there's been a lot of illegal vape arrests around here. And I was like, I hope it wasn't just like a fucking illegal vape shop. Of course they would, though. What else are they going to do? But that's also what 
You have so like that a, was you have a history I've, of uh, living surreal. across from drug bus. Always. When we were living Just, in uh, Sunset Park, that yeah. nondescript brick building that never had a sign nor people going in and out of it, turns out it was a giant cocaine distribution facility. Or that weird uh, Middle Eastern deli that was when we lived in Sun or not in Sunset Park, but when we lived in um, um, Long Island City. Long Island City. That always had like two Gatorades and two old things of, <laughs> of sandwich bread. That was a front, 100%. But, For something. But before that, I don't know if that's the same place. You Because there was a place, and I was so sad when it went, but there was a legit place in Long Island City. I think it had been there forever. It was a front, but it was a good front. It was like a classic Tony Soprano. Like, yeah, of course we know that pastry shop is a front because there's nothing mm-hmm. but but uh, mobsters outside drinking espresso all day, like having meetings. But if you want to go and you're a civilian, you can go in there and get one of the best cups of espresso around and a couple lady fingers and they're going to be delicious. Yes, it's a front. It's like that bakery, like the bakery Fortunato's or something that was legitimately Mm -hmm. like, that's the best bakery you can go to. Also, Also. don't mess with the Fortunato's. But yeah. this was in Long Island City. It's more my I'm not a I'm not a pastry guy, I'm a sandwich guy. But on Vernon Boulevard Same. there was that Italian like bodega sandwich shop where you walked oh in my God, and it yes. was like you can get your capicol with uh, some mm-hmm. broccolini. I was like, Where is the weirdest ingredients? And then we had like like one sandwich, even though I had to like look down at my feet and, you know, take I don't a, know what this stuff is. Oh, that was the best sandwich ever, and then it just kind of disappeared. But there was no doubt it was just something else yeah. going on there. Yeah, I don't know if that was the same building, but then, yeah, that was the worst corner ever. Now it's a children's pediatrics, like, oh, hospital. Better. But before How's the sandwiches there? You could go in not and good. get, uh, not great, not great. <laughs> Nothing but Band-Aids and vaccines. <laughs> Do you know how, co- how disappointed bad. I am that we live under a under this like cloud of like weird division in a time of like global strife that should unify people because they have the coolest this could be something looked upon almost like how they solved quote unquote solved the cuban missile crisis like how you Mm. how america or the world like go to independence day how we beat those goddamn aliens we came together and it was amazing because we have something going on that is amazing but it's not even being talked about and even has the coolest name ever it's called operation warp speed it's like a it's like that's the the race to get a vaccine sooner than any vaccine in human history like literally in the span of potentially 12 months or even 16 months Mm -hmm. when a vaccine for anything else sooner than four years had been unimaginable like they have all like these amazing people working on it, and it's called Operation Warp Speed. But you don't even hear about this because all you see is a bunch of fat whites with AK forty seven like spitting on masks. Right, yeah. There's something going on called Operation Warp Speed, where scientists are getting together in basements and like not sleeping. It reminds me of like that scene in uh, uh, Apollo thirteen where they're like, oh, "We right, gotta yeah. fit a round hole in a square peg." Warp, now yeah. get to it, and they just send nerds into a hole, and they. Come up with a filter. Because that's the thing. Like, imagine if you could just maintain. Cool. You did it. Check mark. What's next? Keep it going. Warp speed. 
version two. What's what's next on the list? Yeah, it's cr- like I was listening to something. I was like, so like in the mid, all we hear about is like all the shit because that's all we're mired in because nobody's mm. kind of taken the lead in any tier you want to put. Like just going, it's what we're fucking do. Like in, like a shitty teacher, like Mister Bellum. Hey, we're doing yeah. this. All right, I'm done. It's too distracting. And if we had got rid of those distractions, we could all be like. Do you see what these nerds are doing over at the hospital? Cracking it That's out. crazy. Like, what and could then, I do? Uh, nerd trading cards. And... <laughs> you just want nerd trading cards. <laughs> That's all I want. Give me a Fauci for a Burks. <laughs> Nobody wants a Pence. Oh, Those I got too many nerds. virologists. I want to give him an upper deck. I need a couple more MDs. Corona cards. Corona cards, oh. gross. Oh man, that made me. Uh... Oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah, Operation Warp Speed. I got, I got distracted, but. Oh. I got one last thing. It's all nostalgia, and I've been meaning to talk about it for weeks. But Keaton's back, man. Did you hear about that? Not as in Batman, Batman. Yes. Bullshit. In a movie, in the suit, he's old Batman. Get out of here. How about He's going to be... They're going to make a Flash... They're, they've been trying to make a Flash movie for years. With the kid that played the mm-hmm. Flash? Ezra He's Miller. great. Yeah. He's great. Uh, they're going to do... You lent me this book, that Flashpoint, they think. Yeah. That story oh. where Flash goes back in time and tries to fix his own life and fucks everything up. So Is that, that Paul think They're going to pull Keaton Batman. He's going to go back in time. And Keaton Batman, they said what I was reading is part of his contract was he's going to be in this movie. He's going to be in the bat suit. So we're getting the 80s Keaton Batman. Yeah. And then he signed on to be bat old Batman in the future. So they think that he could possibly they're going to do a Batman Beyond movie where he just teaches a young Batman, which I'm like, I'll, I'll watch that. I don't of care. Of course. Oh, my God. That's I can't believe you're going to get we're going to get Keaton. He's Batman. Batman. It's funny you mention that because Jesse, uh, my brother, just told me something cool. They made a um, Crisis and Infinite Earth like Flash oh, the, crossover, like on their with show with all the DC shows. Yeah, where they brought in the Flash from the motion picture. Mm-hmm. Like they, and I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea because obviously Justice League shit the shit the base, um, yeah. uh, in my opinion, and uh, they had a lot of issues there. But I was like. He was like really shown through. Like he was a really fun like character. Uh, yeah. Like, the in that they did because he was in the the new Flash show. It was the Flash from the original TV show played himself from his Flash show. They got the voice actor, and I feel like shit. That I can't remember his name. Who was the voice of Batman in the animated series? Kevin. Kevin. No, you're right. Kevin. Um. He played Bruce Wayne. Old Bruce Wayne. Oh wow! He played him in live action. Brandon Routh, who was super in, from Superman Lives, sure played the Superman from Kingdom Come, and he was also in a show. So they just were like, "Oh, we they got." Would... And I think the Keaton talks started because they tried to get him for that event. And I think he was like, "I'm not going to do TV." So they're like, "Will you be in a movie?" And he was like, "Okay." Uh, done. I'm in Kevin Conroy. Sorry, Kevin, Kevin Conroy, Conroy. That's it. Kevin Conroy. It. Yeah. Um, 
Oh shit, that's really cool news. Are they gonna are they gonna yeah, bring dude. out uh, old Jack, Blackjack? I think oh, here's where we're hoping. That and he would old Jack Nicholson. Old Jack Nicholson kind of I think the only thing he could play would be literally put Joker back in the pavement. <laughs> Just lay him down again. <laughs> Step over him in the first scene. That's well, not nice. That's not nice, no. But I always thought I was They'll cast his grandson. His grandson's in movies. He's got the old Jack look. It's only a matter of time before they get Jack Nicholson's grandson to play the Joker. I was always a Joker man in that movie. I love Keaton. I think that came more with age. I was always in Joker's camp. So I like legitimately, in the same way that I, to bring it back full circle as we do, I had the Hogan blinders as a kid. Mm -hmm. I like, for the longest time, I was like, he he survived that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that movie was a hundred percent a Jack Nicholson movie that happened to have Batman in it. Right? Yeah. It's good. It was great. Like and Keaton like I do think Batman Returns is better. Yeah, no, I I understand now that things from my childhood should stay on their it's pedestal still awesome, in my though. childhood. It's still really it's good. It's amazing, though. but you could I would rather it I don't need to go back. I probably will never go back and watch Well no, I have a daughter. I was going to say, on my own accord, I probably won't go back and watch it, because I did go back and watch it with my nephew, like, five years ago. And it's not that it is an amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. It's just that the parts that live in my mind as yeah astronomically amazing, they lost some of their edge. And I don't need, I don't need things to lose their edge like that. I don't need it. I don't need it in my no, life. No, and the parts that resonate are parts that are hard to explain, like, like you said, you're like Ruby will watch it, Harvey will watch it, right? And the parts that I still like are really hard to explain. Where it's like, oh, he poisoned medicine. Don't trust medicine. Oh god! And yeah. like, so I'm like, oh yeah. I think that part resonates with me now, as I'm like, I think people poison medicine. Right. It's called corporations, honey. And you're like, she's like, I just want to watch a Batman movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, like, okay, okay. Oh man, that's really really cool news. Yeah, he's that's with a word on the street. It could be hype. I don't think so, because I waited. That's why I waited to talk about it. I have, it hasn't been debunked, but we're gonna get to see some rubber suited Keaton. Nice, beating the tar out of some fools. But no, uh, nobody's nobody's signed on as far as like original creative development or anything. It's not like a Tim. Uh, I don't think so. Burton situation is it? That'd be weird. That'd be crazy for him to. Uh, well, they could. Did you? Sam Raimi got signed on to do the new Doctor Strange movie. Interesting. Okay. Which is like he's the classic horror guy. Yeah, Hasn't done makes... a superhero movie since Spider Man Three. That makes sense for him to. to I could see Tim Burton come back. I think it, Tim. I think the seat's open if he wanted to do it. I don't think he wants to do it. But can anybody come? Oh, really, man, we're keeping a tight coil this episode. Can anybody make a Swamp Thing movie happen responsibly? I guess they had a show. The W, the DC Universe app did a show one season, and it's supposed to be really good. Oh, really? And they canceled it after it. they canceled it after the first episode aired. There so people you go. are like, they want to bring it back, but it touches on some of the Alan Moore. Things they set up the Fluonic Man storyline. They do the whole thing. They leak the footage of what the guy would look like 
Yeah. From the Steve Bissett, Alan Moore comic with all the tubers and shit growing exactly, out Exactly, yeah. Uh, it looks cool, but... Hmm. I think you could. It would have to be a show. You couldn't do... I don't think you can get away with the Swamp Thing movie. Yeah, I'd have to... Well, I don't know. Maybe... maybe they talk about do doing a Justice League Dark movie, which would be like John Constantine, Swamp Thing, all the their horror characters, which you could do it, but I feel like he would feel too much like Groot. Just make a... From like, Guardian yeah, of the Galaxy. Right. They'll make him... They'll... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, they'll make him like too campy. And if they're gonna do that, why don't they just make a um, make a full on campy movie then? No, but Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. Why don't they make? Uh, why, why can't I think of it? Who's the the core villain group uh, via Justice League? Oh yeah, it would be Legion of Doom. Yeah. Legion of Doom. Like if you're gonna make Justice League Dark, just go give me a Legion of Doom movie. That'd be amazing. Why yeah. not? Throw it at the wall. I. I'm gonna. I want to get on two things because you hit me one with that Swamp Thing being one season. Meg showed me a small snippet of a show. It's on Hulu. I know you have Hulu. Mm. It's called Meet the Plaths or Welcome to the Plaths, and it is the creepiest show. It's a reality show about okay. this family. Uh, it's like six kids and this this weird mom and dad who live on this farm away from everything and they don't allow their kids like any, they're not Amish or anything they're like Southern Baptist but a weird sect like they're not allowed they don't like they're like really dolled up so they're allowed to wear makeup and like contemporary clothes weird. but they're not allowed like secular music or any TV or uh, to wear shoes and shit um, <laughs> shoes. and they're that's all like, that's a lot they're all like Hogan wispy blonde blue eyes ivory they're very children of the corn-esque looking got it got it yeah yeah and they're just like super sheltered like the small snippet she showed me is there like they, it takes place in georgia and the dad who looks like um he looks like uh uh taylor uh what's that singer's name jim Taylor. uh oh john tesh no no i've seen fire and i've seen rain Oh, James Taylor. James, he looks like James Taylor for whatever reason, but um, and so he's the one guy that doesn't look exactly like everybody like else. It's weird, and he works in like Tallahassee or something. They live in Southern Georgia, <laughs> and he takes his wife away, and their oldest son is twenty-one. Like he's married outside of the family. He's also very questionably interesting, but they're so sheltered. So his wife now introduces him to like, like root beer floats. Fun. <laughs> and he like goes like nuts having this root beer float yeah so he they're like the parents are like we don't trust his new wife you two are now no longer allowed to be at the house when we're away but they sneak back into the house and like introduce the whole family to root beer to floats. ice cream and soda combo it's so like so that's like oh that's light and fun but then like meg's like this one girl like gets like nervous about having a root beer float so she goes into the middle of the field and like has a full-on like face-to-face -face conversation with god Jesus it's like really fucked up so that's you gotta nuts. check that out just just give it a five minute like maybe that's all you need just to go like oh. yeah because i can wow. never like wrap my like something just doesn't fit with all of these principles they have 
yet yeah. they have like a bunch of scumbummers from you know some William from Silver Cup Studios falling around for a reality yeah. show. You know, it's just the two put One together of those people are... smoking a cigarette. So right. you're like, yeah. Um, so there's that. Everybody should check that out. Check out Supermarket Sweep. Oh yes, got to do it. Oh, oh, it is beautiful how simple we are and how simple we still are but all it takes we just shined up ourselves as turds like we're still those people we just think we're cool because we give people a million dollars for answering smart questions yeah. like take me back where we have matching sweatshirts <laughs> with collars on them that are sewn on and i want to get excited over fifty dollars for getting yeah. a, a box of sanka in paul Ruprecht's <laughs> hand in under 20 seconds there is this guy, Dave. I can't help but... This is on Netflix right now. I can't help but recommend episode two of the Supermarket Sweep collection where you go, oh, yeah, I haven't seen a, like a husband and wife team. This guy, Dave, Dave's got... Host- like, he must have just escaped from an institution. He's got hospital pants on. So they're like pants, but they're yeah. drawstring, which I'm a fan of. And I, he's like a little portly guy. And I was just like, well... They win a question, and so they get, like, a question right. And if you get the question right on one of these bonus rounds, your partner gets to go run out and has 30 seconds to get that product and run it back. And if he does that, he gets 50 bucks. If he does it under 20 seconds, it's 100 bucks. So if the answer was, like, Tide laundry soap, he's got to yeah. run, get that Tide, that Mark Tide, and bring it back. I was like, oh, they should have switched. Dave's shouldn't be the guy running. This guy took off like a goddamn Fleet blue afoot. ribbon within Kentucky Derby horse. He's gonna <laughs> run through the wall. Oh my god! And he missed it. Of course, of course, he of course, ran yeah. off like that. Too it was fast. right it's in front like of flash. his face, like Orville Redenbacher's, like looking at him, like I'm right here. But he was too winded. He had to get Rolos or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, it is so much fun. And then I guess lastly, I just I need to list. You were talking about the radio. If I start my car one more time, and the moment I start my car and hear, it's been one week since you looked at me, I'm going to mm. fucking strangle myself, and then my dead yeah. body's going to drive off into a pond. <laughs> Radio stations, band, band, podcasts, yeah, no, come on in. I want to hear, give me as many forensic episodes that I don't need in my life. Because at least that'll stop me from hearing Michelle Branch one more time. Can't do it. No. Thank you for that earpiece because that's I listen to it in the car, even though I know it's too dangerous. I'm like, I can't listen to this fucking radio, yeah. dude. Yeah, I can't do it. Oh god. Well. On that note, Oogie Googie, Oogie Gagi. I'll see you in Oogie Gagi. And Oogie Googie, you can Oogie Goog about it, dude. <laughs> That's such a piece of shit. Still making money off of it. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Alright, here we go. No writer's block here. Nothing but new good stuff, doodly day. Geography. Oh, the countries plus the USA. Now they are good friends with the United Kingdom. Oh, I believe in geography. Countries, 
They contain mountains and trees. They also have lakes, ponds, and tiny seas. Oh, geography, it means much to me. Why we need to know its impo, I must relay. I must say I love maps, I give craps for geography. Continents, they are larger and have more consonants. There are seven of them, so go get bent. Oh, I believe in geography. Why we need to know it's important, I must relay. I said I love maps, I give craps for geography. It's a subject very close to May So are continents, can't you say? Oh, I believe in geography States, 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 states Alright, that was a pretty good tune New, hip, fresh. Now let's do one about Baghdad. Mm -mm.